I'm speaking now with George Luckcraft, who's the manager of the All Share Income Fund. George, hello to you. Hello. George, I wanted to start on, on the macro environment because you said that the interest rate environment is, is, is key for the background to the way in which you're thinking about the market's appetite for good quality companies. What's your perspective, given that the US has had a couple of interest rate increases recently, but none in the UK? Yeah, I think it's uh, where it comes down to is just what the play it does on valuations, where we got to the mad situation last year with lots of bonds at negative yields. That produces distortion. And you start to see that with bond proxies in the equity side going up. What what do you mean by bond proxy? Safe dividend payers with um, long growth, Unilever of this world, etc., where you just get ratings just getting up into the 20 times, which I always feel quite wary about. And then the other sort of um, obvious ones are the utilities, we're very much linked to what can you get on uh, bonds comes through to what dividends they should yields they should be trading on. Okay, so so there's an equivalence between the the yield on a government bond and and a, and a utility company like a water company yeah, or the, electricity you, company. You get a premium, of course, for yeah. having the equity for the risk of that. But there's an obvious linkage if you got your utilities yielding five and bonds suddenly go to yielding five, that they will go much higher. So you'd lose mm. a lot of money. So there has to be some aspect of that coming through on it. And one of the things that's often written about is is the demand for income, whether it's income from bonds, income from equities, because clearly investors are not getting income from from holding money in, in cash deposits. How do you perceive that demand for income at the current time? Ongoing. You're certainly seeing it in equities, yielding equities, down the market cap scale. You Quite often you see a stock moving or some volume in it, and it's actually private clients and there's been a tip for it somewhere, and that's actually producing much more diverse um, uh, shareholder lists on that respect, which I think is quite healthy. So, so does that mean private individuals are holding more, uh, a greater portion, proportion of the equity market than they have in the past because the trend has been the opposite? Yeah, I think, it, I think there is some evidence of that. It certainly feels like that, particularly down in some of the uh, yield stocks. Right, and and but but it's a smaller cap effect rather than in the in the in the largest companies yes, in the UK. I think so. I think something like a shell. There's a big private investor shareholding in there, but that's not, but it has to be dominated by the big institutional yeah. investors yeah. and the international investors. Yeah. And in terms of the outlook for dividends in 2017 and and beyond, you talked about inflation a few moments ago. How how do you perceive the the, the dividend-paying environment for companies? Um, You've still got, in the UK, a tailwind from the depreciation of sterling uh, post-Brexit. So that only happened in June. And so dividends from the big big companies who pay in foreign currencies, we've still got some benefits on a comparative basis. But, of course, that starts to lessen as we get uh, later in the year. I think the key aspect will be what does Sterling do from here? We come back a long way. It seems to be forming a base. And just getting the first commentators suggest that Sterling might recover a bit. So that could be a bit of a headwind. Otherwise, balance sheets are generally in good good order. And um, we'll still see more special dividends. And we're starting to see the return of some of uh, the traditional income stocks um, as the banks, with Lloyds having returned to the dividend less in a meaningful way. And at some stage, the other banks will do as well. And I want to pick up on a couple of points there. So we'll come back to special dividends. But I wanted to talk about creating opportunities to acquire new stocks that, that have attractive yields. So uh, aside from a couple of the banks, have there been other companies that have been coming onto your radar because the yields have becoming more attractive to you? Yes. One, which will also... Um, cover on the special dividend I bought was DFS, Mm. where 
uh, the share price, like a lot of domestic stocks, got hammered post the Brexit vote and got to a level where, with the ordinary dividends and the special dividends, I expect, I think it's going to be yielding 10%. And that's a business that had a very strong record through the financial crisis as well. So one where I think it's the strongest in its sector. And if things get tougher, they'll carry on taking market share. So looking at the characteristics of stocks that that, uh, are paying these types of attractive dividend yields, you've clearly got to be looking at the cash flow characteristics, the balance sheet strength, um, the sustainability of the dividend. Uh, What does it mean in a company like DFS? Very much the cash flow. It's got a business model where um, they get paid in advance before they actually have to go manufacture the uh, sofa or whatever. And they've got a balance sheet that has been strengthening quite steadily and they don't want to get to a situation where their debt levels falls too far because they think the balance sheet will then become inefficient. So you've got to have an analysis of, the, of that characteristic, but also the sustainability of the cash flows going, going forward. And if you take DFS as an example, they had a very strong track record through the financial crisis. When consumer spending got badly affected, they took big market share on the competitors. SCS went out of business and because they've got a virtually integrated business with their own manufacturing for some of it, I think they are in a position to carry on taking market share and therefore be able to sustain these these sorts of dividends. Now, now DFS is an example of a company that's paid a special dividend. Um, Why would it do that? And and is that something you you try and focus in on in terms of your underlying company research? It's one of the things that is generally rewarded in share prices if you get special dividends and you've got certain companies in the portfolio where their balance sheets have got net cash and no obvious uh, avenues for cash. The honest thing is cash belongs to shareholders. So in that sort of scenario, you can see that there's a good opportunity that they will be paying special dividends. We've had some examples of that both last year and this year. And do you see that continuing? Yes, absolutely. There's uh, always businesses where the availability of uses for the capital gets this um, limited, and therefore, to make sure they don't get an inefficient balance sheet, they will return it to shareholders. They can do it through buybacks, but at the moment, uh, special dividends seem to be quite popular just at the valuation of the market at the moment. Thank you so much for your time. Pleasure. views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.